0: Forever
1: dog Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And hello to our <laughs>
0: <laughs> like panicking <laughs> and uh, welcome what do we say welcome I to our we podcast welcome to the pod yeah and welcome I can't remember the words welcome to our podcast
1: yeah Sca- there we go scary, scary stories, stories to, to tell, tell on, on the pod. pod
0: it is a funny chatty podcast about spooky dooky things and we're two <laughs> friends who've been friends for 15 and a half years yep. and you guys.
1: You guys.
0: It's our it's our last dance.
1: It's our last dance. It's our last chance for love. Um, and uh, Anna, I really appreciate that today's opening was really kind of a return to form from the first couple episodes where we had no idea how to introduce anything.
0: <laughs> we were recording separately from across yes. the country for reasons other than plague.
1: Oh my god. And
0: um everything was fine, you know? Yeah. Um, And the fat pants became the skinny pants and the skinny pants became trash. (laughs) Yeah. And everything
1: turned into dust. Yeah. Skinny, skinny pants became a table runner. Fat pants became new life.
0: Skinny pants became sort of a festive hat, like a folk <laughs> hat. <laughs> I, that was a sketch that I started writing over the summer and then just didn't have it in. Me. It was hat pants. It's for all the pants that no longer fit you, but they're too nice to <laughs> get rid of just yet. And you yeah, put no. it around your head with a tight belt, and it's sort of it's like. And then for men, it's like you have long, beautiful hair, like a pretty lady. Wow! I was like, this doesn't help anyone.
1: See, but I honestly, that kind of feels like um, I feel like late '90s, early 2000s, there was kind of a um, like jester hats became oh yeah, big time, yeah, yeah. It feels sort of like a gesture towards jester hats
0: in the late '90s. We were all
1: snowboarders. Yes, whether we had ever seen snow before in our lives or not,
0: I really identified as a snowboarder (laughs) in every way except for I had never been snowboarding.
1: Um, oh my God. Oh yeah. my good goodness. Uh, thank you. I'm so sorry. The, really, <laughs> we, the reason why Anna... we're ending this podcast is that Anna and I are starting a fundamentalist cult. Um where yes. we do not take the Lord's name in vain.
0: We don't. And we are um considering divinity school. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how to use the internet, so we don't know how to <laughs> sign up for it.
1: Oh gosh. Anna, oh. I can't believe it's been two and a half years and we've we've done it. We've made it through all but one scary story which we will be reading today
0: i can't believe it either and it always felt like what do we do when we run out of stories and we were like well you know what we could do is sort of like no that actually i don't think that it means that and
1: it (laughs) and and alas it definitely it, it definitely did um and I mean, I have to say, like we've really gone on such a journey. I feel very grateful for the wonderful relationship we've established with our gentle listeners. Think of all the, think of all the new icons of horror that we've been introduced to over this time.
0: Oh my God, we've got Dead Mikey. We've
1: got Dead Mikey. We've got Son of Al Dad. We've got Ayan. Um, Ayan. Yeah. I mean, listen, there there are so many. We've got Teacher of the Pod Kari. We've got. Why did I say it that way? Anyway, I liked it. Uh, thank you. Sometimes, do you ever forget ass and ah sounds?
0: Um. Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. My my mother-in-law, uh, we've just been laughing about that very interchangeably. She sometimes says, instead of crab rangoon, crab rangoon. <laughs> but only when she's ordering it. <laughs>
0: she's panicking. Yes. She doesn't want to say crab again. Yes.
1: She's focusing so hard
0: on not saying crab that she says crab. <laughs> and I think I can say we've all been there.
1: I know i've it's a grab we all have <laughs> it's
0: a it's a big grab and grab is sort of an icon of horror,
1: oh wow, yeah,
0: and you know what we're not this isn't it's not goodbye. It's see you later at Divinity School for being a queer um <laughs> sort of unitarian minister, which That's is for
1: sure where we're all gonna be. we're all ending up at divinity school, I feel quite certain
0: it it's like it's like the whatever gender the preacher is, they have a buzz cut, you know.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. A buzz cut and um a dangly earring that is a repurposed item that was not always an earring.
0: For sure. Yeah. And um and yeah, and it's funny that half our listeners are are that and the other half are like, Andrew, stop talking about your husband. That's gay. <laughs> Isn't
1: that I really do love I think um I think what's what's one of my favorite parts about our listenership is that early on, I think Forever Dog was running um, commercials for our podcast or ads for our podcast on all of like the Drag Race podcasts. So we have all these wonderful drag performer and drag fan audience members. And then we have like hardline letter jacket, straight horror fans. And yes. it is a really funny combo to me that I appreciate.
0: I appreciate it.
1: I appreciate.
0: Well, Andrew, is it? Is it time for uh, Should should
1: we start with story? And then reflect? What,
0: or or how does it work?
1: Oh yeah, we forgot how a podcast works. Maybe what? that's the Anna and I got hit with a pebble in the same small part of our temple, and the only thing it affected <laughs> is that we no longer know how podcasts work, and that's why this has to end. <laughs> The doctor said it was a blessing,
0: but we're upset.
1: Wait, Anna, can I I can I I know i'm 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 flying by the seat of my underwear right here, but um i'm <laughs> I need to tell you a scary thing that happened this week, yeah, um which you already know you already know part of, but uh, okay. I thought I'd share it with the gentle listeners. Yes. So first of all, everybody, we really had hoped that we would be leaving you with an optimistic time period, you know, but yep. um, Covid has been renewed for another season, so um.
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone who did that like uh, Twitter campaign to get it renewed, I hate you. <laughs> I
1: know, I, I know. You. Instead, dedicate your energy to AP Bio or something. Not come Disc. on, come on. But um, so anyway, remember a week ago when we had no idea that this was going to happen? Well, um. I do this Christmas carol every year with uh, two theater friends of mine who are very wonderful where we do a Christmas carol every Christmas for 30 years, playing a couple uh, who read it together. It's a lot more fun than it sounds. I promise. Um, And we had a fail safe plan for doing it live in person this year. Um, We were all getting tested every day. Our audience members would all be tested. Everyone would have to be vaccinated. Everything would be fine. Um, And then we went to a, we went to a small birthday gathering for a friend where everyone had also been tested. And, um, <laughs> there was an astrologist there who did readings for all of us. And everyone's were like really positive and good. But, um, the three people making Christmas carols seated around the table, each of us pulled a tarot card that was like, Oh, this card symbolizes, um, upcoming terror and chaos. <laughs> we were like, Oh, okay. Like,
0: um, The burning, drowned, spanked man. Actually, it doesn't have to be a bad card. That could be a sense of new beginnings.
1: (laughs) Eventually, like we were kind of making eye contact. And this astrologist was so great. Like the most like dropped in sexually confident astrologist. (laughs) Like sexual in a way that is not predatory, but is just like, I know what's good for my body. You know? Yeah.
0: They're sexual before anyone is looking.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. A comb of the hair. Yeah. can be an act of self-love, you know? Sure. Um, but uh, but we're looking at each other like, oh, everything has been... Like, Chris's was like, you're on the coast of a beach and you're looking into the horizon. Like, everything was so positive and <laughs> mystical and wonderful. And there's like, yeah, some hard times are coming. Um, um... You're going to get
0: diarrhea now.
1: <laughs> Sorry. And, is there anything else? Nah. And then truly, <laughs> like, hours later, the whole world fell apart and everything got canceled. And here we are, everyone. So... Um, I do believe in astrology now. That's a new life turn for me, at um, least from
0: this person. I mean, yes, that sound that's, incredible.
1: That's it. Yeah, just this this one person. Just um, this one person. But yeah, but man, I hope everyone's doing okay. Ugh. Um, socks, we, I know socks. Um, Anna, how how are you taking care of yourself in this time?
0: Um, you know, I I uh, sort of demanded to have a bath drawn for me which Perfect. i've never done before <laughs> <laughs> and i recommend it if you can find somebody or just yeah. or hire a task rabbit and then demand that they fill a tub for you
1: yeah or like put on a hat and talk to yourself in the mirror like you're talking to somebody else and then in that hat draw a bath for yourself but take that off for
0: forget you. you can i've been saying this a long time you can uh, like, pretend boyfriends have gotten me through a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, I Jason and I, we live near a tiny movie theater, so we have been going... I'm sure it's one of those things that I'm going to regret doing in, like, one day. <laughs> and, uh, when we're all sort of making sex sacrifices to the goat god. Like, oh, God, I can't believe I was so bold. Oh, um,
1: Caprifus, the goat god.
0: Yes, you know. And yeah. uh, we saw west side story and nightmare (gasps) alley it's like a small theater it's like the one with like big sexy leather chairs and and like pharaoh salad Mm -hmm. and i just needed to do that because i was like sometimes you need to uh be in a place that isn't your home oh i think uh, that's so nice wearing masks and feeling certain that we're gonna um test positive (laughs)
1: Yeah. yeah how
0: was nightmare alley i uh Loved it. Can I, I say I wasn't expecting to love it and I freaking did. Um pumped. it was it was uh you know, I was expecting sort of ghosty, creepy, like um otherworldly horror. Yes. And it was sort of real-world horror, which was nice. I like I that. It.
1: it was good. Uh, it's based on a film noir novel I found out that was also like an old movie with um uh tyrone powell i believe and i've been i've been eager to watch the old one and the new one
0: wow i guess i didn't realize that um but i i like watching anything guillermo del toro because i like thinking about how he was gonna do um you know all the the universal horror movies and it really has that
1: vibe i love that and i i love a period i love a 1940s type film you know I know um, Jason doesn't like that vibe at all, so I mean, <gasps> he struggled. But oh, that's interesting. I mean, I guess kind of. You, you, we all sat through Reminiscence, which was another sort of like <laughs> yeah. 1940s in the future vibe.
0: Yeah, we. Um, Andrew, what are you doing to take care of yourself?
1: Let's see. Um. Oh, you know what? something that I found helpful is go- going to bed at a reasonable hour. Oh, and um, is
0: there and anything I, more luxurious in this world?
1: I think it's the best feeling in the world. And then the other thing is. Um, I really I'm s I'm not doing great at this, but I've discovered when I do it, I feel a lot better to instead um read when I wake up instead of look at my phone. Like truly really give myself a half an hour of Oh. No phone
0: the luxurious behavior of a of a rich man's wife. <laughs>
1: I know. Of a, Touching the a wife book? of a bride of a much older, very rich man. Yes. Um oh my goodness. Yeah, that I've been finding because I I really you know as much as twitter is a great place to say to see front-facing um character videos mm. um sometime around panicky times it really is um it really can be a scare you know
0: it really can be a scare and it like that it knows what you want to see that's going to make you upset and yes. uh and you know what i get it i, I like to make people upset too i like to start <laughs> shit and chaos um <laughs> That's good though. What do you What do you read? Like, what are you touching when you? So touch my
1: book? my mother in law loaned me a book called Pillars of the Earth, oh. which is a fiction about um, people who made cathedrals in the 1100s.
0: This is good. This and is I re- good.
1: It's much more compelling oh. than I thought. the The first line of the book Anna is like, "The young boys were early to the hanging," and I was like, "Okay." Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Wait, what's it called again? Pillars of the Earth, I believe, by I'm Ken Follett. i get it for my mom. I'm yeah. Gonna... I feel you know oh, what?
0: She doesn't know how to work podcasts, so I can say that here.
1: A mom would love this book.
0: I feel that anything... What's your mother-in-law's name again? Jill. Jill. That's right. I knew that. I'm sorry, Jill. Jill. I feel that <laughs> anything Jill Ryan... Any friend of Jill Ryan is a friend of Irene Dresden. <laughs>
1: that is very true. Jill's <laughs> and Irene's find each other. They do. Certainly. Hannah... Um, should we dive into the last of the stories? There's something like 85 stories and we read all of them.
0: I can't believe it. And Baroom is not a is not a long story. So No, so, no, no. So expect expect that. Yeah. <laughs> I googled Baroom and it said, "Did you mean bathroom?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excuse me, I'm in need of the broom. <laughs>
0: It's like, I know you, you dumbass. I, you're the type of dumbass who Googles bathroom when you yeah, have you,
1: to go. You know when you know how to use the internet, but you don't know what <laughs> letters make the sound.
0: I just, I just Googled Baroom Story and it said, did you mean barstool sports?
1: <laughs> no. What, okay, something I can be sure of is that we never meant but a
0: swing sports. and a miss. You had me at bathroom, and then <laughs> it just—it didn't even give me the option of did you mean? It said did it just redirected
1: to bathroom story, which is also, <laughs> which I mean, that is kind of the podcast. That
0: honest. is one hundred percent of the podcast. Okay, and which book is this in, Andrew?
1: This I believe is in um more scary stories to tell the dark. Okay,
0: the C- the squeakle.
1: The squeakle. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Let me see. Broom.
1: I will just preface that this story in italics below says um, that these lyrics should be read to the tune of the Irish washerwoman, which is Mm -hmm. hilarious that that is something they assume we know the tune to. Like, oh, my God, of course, the Irish washerwoman. The thing is, it's
0: close enough, like, based on who we are. (laughs)
1: that's true. That's true. I feel like if any two people in the world are going to know the tune to that, it's going to be you and me.
0: Yeah. So should we do every other or I think you every take other a, line, you take a couplet. I take a couplet.
1: Oh, that's great. Couplet. couplet, And couplet. then
0: we'd both do the last line. Exactly. Okay. And then we both read the italics at the same time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. This is Baroom.
0: O'Leary is dead and O'Reilly don't know it.
1: O'Reilly is dead and O'Leary don't know it.
0: They both are dead in the very
1: same bed. And neither one knows that the other ones did. Baroom. Baroom. To, the, to tune the tune of the, the Irish washerwoman. Woman.
0: <laughs> this... I mean, this is about the Omicron variant. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh. it, and you don't know that I have it. And oh also, you God. have it, and you, you don't know that I have it.
1: Anna, it it this there is some divine synchronicity of this being the last story because yes, it is about Omicron, and also it is the gayest story of all of them. Say more, because okay, in the text itself, we do not know the gender of O'Leary or O'Reilly, so the 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 there is a potential heterosexuality uh, heterosexuality to the story, but Stephen Gamble, in his infinite wisdom, depicts two little old men. I assume. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, in our culture, mostly you call, if someone is called by their last name, they're sort of coded male.
1: Right. Unless you're in Down Abbey. Yeah, that's exactly it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, this is like I, I take it as such a point of pride when somebody calls me Drez. I'm like, I'm uh, almost like boy. That's how good I am.
1: Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, for me, so many people call me Farmer because everyone in the world is named Andrew, who was born between 1985 and 89. That just is. And every mom was like, I know what I'll name my son. Yeah. The same name. for sure. Uh, Yeah, I like like going by Farmer, too. But yeah, Drez is such a fun, it it also, it really makes you sound like you're um, the protagonist of, like, a 90s cartoon about, like, kids who are in detention,
0: They're in detention for being too good at skateboarding. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can all agree.
1: Oh, can't we? Um, Anna. okay. Lots to unpack in this very short story. What is scary about it?
0: It's scary. It's one of these stories that deals with the unending mystery of death, Mm -hmm. which is scary. It's scary that it's like when you die, you don't know anything. Yes. Um. Famously, this is my theory about this the ending of The Sopranos. Um, <gasps> the reason it cuts off is because it's the end of the series and the viewer is whacked. And when you're dead, you don't know things.
1: Oh, Anna, that's right. That is a very good
0: thing. I'm take. really smart. Take my class. I don't have one.
1: I know. I mean, your p- kids are going to be reading your your writings and writing the essay at NYU. This joke is for nobody. I'm, so I'm going to just abort right now. It's not even for us. It really isn't. I I am not the audience for it. So why am I saying it?
0: Um. Oh, my God. I'm just realizing <laughs> my Google result where it says bathroom story. The first video result is five minutes in the bathroom cost me one million dollars. <laughs> oh,
1: see, you know, what's funny is like, I think I know I, I can imagine at least a thousand different ways how that could happen. Easily. Yeah.
0: Um. God. Yeah. It's scary that when you die, you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's scary to think about. I do think the main thing that's scary about the story is that. You could sing about dead people, that's spooky,
1: yep, that is as very Jason scary.
0: emerges from the shadows, that was very <laughs> spooky,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think um playing with the awareness of being dead and not knowing that someone else is dead because you're dead is quite scary. Um, it also like there's a version of it in which these both are zombies in bed together. Oh yeah, um, that is scary to me.
0: It's scary to think about the time. I guess maybe it's not scary. This is just like a culture thing, but like a time where people would just share beds. Yes. Because they had so little. I know. I like having my own bed.
1: I know me too. And then in this, it the the placement of the bodies makes it look like they are like foot to head or like they're facing each other.
0: Yeah, they are. Uh, so it's these two little scullies, little mm-hmm. guys, and their skin is a little bit, rotting but not a ton Mm -hmm. and there's little like specks over them as if they're flies which is spooky i know that is but their heads are cradled like they're on fluffy pillows and they're like close to each other i know it's nice um it looks like they're on some sort of like 1980s cocaine sofa like the one that has like two sides that face (laughs) each other (laughs) yes you're right (laughs) they overdosed at a party and they don't know it um jason wants me to Remand the record that I don't have my own bed. He, I share it with him. But I'm okay. saying like people who just like work together, having to right, like
1: right, right, sleep
0: in a bed. I know.
1: Yeah, I always remember like going on school trips and having to share a bed with a friend. That's like a whole experience, and you learn a lot. You it's know? So
0: hard. I know. Well, the thing is, we all fart in our sleep, and you forget about that when you're talking about sharing a bed until you're in the bed with your friend, and you're like, "Well, it's fart yeah. time."
1: And some people are kickers and you don't know it. Sometimes oh you have God. a friend and you don't know they kick in their sleep and then you realize I've, it and it's too late.
0: Yes, I've I've shared a van with people and <laughs> someone fell asleep and started kicking.
1: What is our brain doing? What are they thinking, our brains?
0: I don't know. Jason's a sleep kicker too and it's um he doesn't oh, know that.
1: I'm a tosser and turner, I will say. Are you? Yeah.
0: I definitely yeah, I I go for a spin. Yep. Yeah, Um,
1: that's Chris is a pretty nondescript sleeper, which I'm very grateful for. Although sometimes we have a king size bed now and sometimes I find myself missing him. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah, I know. Isn't there that like fake um, statistic that couples who have king size beds have like a higher divorce rate? I know.
1: I know. I find that. I don't know. I feel like that is biased against hot sleepers, you know?
0: yes i know are you are you hot sleeper
1: we both run hot yeah i like it ice cold in the bedroom
0: J- oh that's nice jason yeah. is uh he doesn't identify as a hot sleeper he blames it on me and ladybird <laughs> i'm like okay she and i slept on each other for years before you were ever born um
1: Anna, who are we casting as o'leary and o'reilly <sighs> at long last
0: oh my god Again, it feels like it could be like a John C. Riley, mm-hmm. O'Reilly.
1: Uh-huh.
0: um, he's a frequent cat. He's a frequent collaborator of the pod. D-
1: very much so. Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like Doug Jones would be a good casting. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Doug Jones sort is of both.
0: What's his name? Um, uh, uh, John Malkovich.
1: Oh, that's or interesting. We're the famous balds of Hollywood. Yeah, the famous Balds of Hollywood. You definitely named a couple of them. Um, Patrick Stewart. Oh, um, yeah, that's good.
0: If we can get him. Right. Him and Ian McKellen.
1: He, yeah, him and Ian McKellen. Um, a Tilda Swinton, when she feels like it. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, for
0: sure. But
1: as as um, O'Leary, not as O'Reilly. Not as O'Reilly. I mean, we could just cast any bald contestants in America's Next Top Model. Who've that's gotten true. A, a full shaved cut. Just cast them. Weeping like while being
0: shaved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and Tyra's like, We made a mistake. And now I'm going to knock out your two front teeth to make this work.
0: <laughs> we are taking out all of your teeth. <laughs> Do you want to be a model for four minutes? Baby modeling is very
1: in, ladies. Yeah. (laughs) We are putting you in permanent tattoos. Yeah. I remember kind of there being a cultural shift that happened against Tyra when she gave that male model a beard weave. (gasps) What? Yeah. One time she was like, we're giving you a beard. And instead of just having him grow one, they like applied a fake beard to his face.
0: This is too much. I know. This is too much. Here, this is, okay. Little advice from me to you. (laughs) If you're ever in the position of writing something and they ask you if you want a beard on the person the actor is playing it, just say no. Yeah. Because faces move too much. And it's going to look weird.
1: Wow. That is a good point, Anna. Just say no. That is really interesting.
0: It's going to move too much have you ever
1: had prosthetics put on your face
0: um I don't think so I think I did some kind of like weird um zombie movie a couple years ago or they put some kind of gore on me
1: oh have you you know I, well I had um a, a bald cap and old age makeup put on by, That's by right an SNL designer who was amazing there is um, no one like him yeah I it really I was like so deeply impressed i went in at like six o'clock in the morning and he was done in like 20 minutes and i looked like a waking nightmare it was amazing
0: there's literally nobody like them (laughs) it's so upsetting the way that they can like they have this little like airbrush tool yes that like it takes you're like oh yeah a bald head and then
1: they spray it and it's like oh real freckles
0: (laughs) yes skin (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, i'll i never get over it and then um he he put this stuff on my face that made it all crinkle up into wrinkles it like I'm shrinks as best. it dries yeah I, I was i also was very relieved Anna, because i always think my head is um kind of sloped up and to the back like a blue jay like with that like i was like oh. oh god what's what am i gonna look like bald and um and i got a lot of compliments <laughs> <gasps> is does that give you comfort to know it does um thus far there have not really been a lot of men in my family on my mom or dad's side that have gone totally bald um but it is good just in case you know some some weird dna shenanigans happens and i end up going totally bald
0: you want that assurance
1: yeah definitely assurance um
0: oh really nice andrew thank you
1: thank you so much this story also it occurs to me in a it, it was. Is this like kind of a ring around the rosy situation where it's like this is maybe about the potato famine?
0: Whoa! It probably is. Yeah. Let me see if the um the notes has anything about it. Oh,
1: that's good. As you're um, as you're searching, um, I guess it's also worth noting with like scary songs. It's like what situation would this be sung like? In, in what situation would you find this appropriate to sing?
0: That's Is a really kids? good question. Yeah. Um, I would say like a, a mean funeral.
1: <laughs> a mean funeral. We've all been um, to one.
0: Yeah. Some of them are mean.
1: Yeah. They're also something very um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's grandparents about the image. I think that's that exactly a right.
0: I think I think you're 100% right. That's definitely what I was picturing. Yeah. Um, Andrew, what do you think is a place where this would be
1: sung? I mean, I think you're dead on that a mean funeral is great. Um, I also think maybe like um a roast amongst poor people. Like oh, yeah. like no one's televising it. It's like in a shack, but they are still roasting each other. And two of the people being roasted are dead in a bed.
0: Oh my god, yeah. A funeral roast.
1: A funeral roast. Oh, <laughs> oh, too much. <laughs> too much. And Andrew, um,
0: what, um, what band would you want to hear sing this? Oh,
1: Anna, that's a great question. Um, I mean, here's the thing. My, honestly, the first place my head went to is kind of, um, the boy is mine. Like,
0: <laughs> that's great.
1: Like if, yeah. like if we had Brandy and Monica, Together singing about O'Leary and O'Reilly, you know?
0: This is perfect. Oh they're not and they're not fighting, they're on the same they're on the same page. (laughs)
1: That's true. Am I making this up? Is it true that like actually Brandy and Monica did not like each other?
0: That sounds right.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna just say that's that's right unless anyone wants to prove me wrong, but the podcast is over, and so I'm afraid it's not possible.
0: They were so young that I feel like if a if the song was like, you hate each other, they their brains were suggestible enough that it was like, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, in 1998, I was upset if someone was wearing the same color shirt I was wearing. You know, it's like we just were in a different place.
0: Certain things weren't done. Yeah, that's true. Certain things were not done.
1: They weren't done um, back
0: then. Wow. Yeah, I definitely, the first, the first place my brain went, which I'm showing my age, is my chemical romance. Oh. <gasps>
1: Oh, it's truly the only real sadness I have about the podcast, Anne, is that we never had some collaboration with My Chemical Romance on here.
0: We deserved it. <laughs>
1: we deserved it.
0: We did. Whoa. Oh, my God. Jason just did the shaka to nobody. Well, and <laughs> do you want to know what Aunt boyfriend of the podcast Jason has started doing in the last few days?
1: Oh, is it the shaka? No, no, no. Okay.
0: He... Is he's drinking an oat milk latte out of a Z-Way travel tumbler, which I think is what it was meant for. And he started, the main thing he started doing is he got a, one of those like red barn flaxseed bags. Okay. And Andrew, this is going to flip your wig.
1: Okay. I'm ready. He has
0: stuck into the bag a stainless steel straw, (gasps) zipped up the bag around the straw. And is just sucking down flax seeds,
1: just flax seeds,
0: yep, this is how men eat healthy i can't
1: i I still don't know how I had about three oreo truffles yesterday, so I don't know how to eat in a way that is good for my body.
0: The best thing I can eat is a is a taquito,
1: <laughs> because it is possible for there to be a bit of you know red pepper in there.
0: A chicken is good
1: <laughs> wait. Anna, what was the what was um my chemical romance's favorite song about the girl who's Helena. dead? H- Helena. I mean, that's a mean funeral. That's the oh, definition of a mean funeral.
0: It is. And it, it did give me my fantasy of wanting uh like cute
1: pallbearers. I remember Anna so well when we would do I'm sorry, everybody again, we would do improv warm-ups to listen sorry. to Helena. Sorry, we did and improv. Anna re- Anna mimicked remarkably the choreography of the dead dancer in that. And I remember like just frolicking around the theater and i remember being very impressed
0: thank you you know You're
1: welcome.
0: thank you we all we all have our talents
1: i'm Did- looking at the lyrics to helena right now anna and it is a scary story to tell in the, to tell in the dark
0: do you want to do a, a scary reading of helena
1: i'd love to thank you okay, okay here we go long ago just like the hearse you die to get in again <gasps> we are so far from you burning on Just like the match you strike to incinerate the lives of everyone you know. And what's the worst you take from every heart you break? And like the blade you'll stain, well, I've been holding on tonight. What's the worst that I can say? Things are better if I stay. So long and good night. So long and good night. That is the Hearst song, Anna.
0: That's literally the most beautiful song I've ever heard. I fucking love
1: that song.
0: Oh, it's beautiful.
1: It's perfect. The power that this song holds, the 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 privilege that this song holds, yeah, the influence. I can't... the
0: influence that that has. Listen, yeah. I, where is my jukebox musical for my Chemical Romance?
1: Wow, my Chemical Rodance.
0: Mm. Put it on uh, Broadway immediately. Take it off Broadway.
1: Yeah, a pe- have people be so angry about it? Oh my God! Were there any notes about the song Anna in the in the? No,
0: it just said it was based on the Irish Washerwoman, which is a fast jig. Should I pull <laughs> up the Irish Washerwoman on on? I
1: think that would be helpful just for context. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, that's great. Remember, we O'Leary were such dicks about. Don't know what O'Reilly is dead, and O'Leary don't know what They both I are dead in the very same bed, and, and neither one knows that the other ones. Oh, that's it... nice. Remember, that's we
0: fun. were such dicks about. Oh yeah, like I know that song. <laughs> I know.
1: Meanwhile, all of our Irish ancestors just rolling over in their mass graves. It's the song
0: you play to be like, you know, Ireland. Yeah, that's exactly
1: it. That's ex- um, I mean, I could just see Leo and Kate dancing to this in the Oh my
0: god.
1: The bottom of the Titanic. <sighs>
0: <sighs> Sorry, I was trying to remember what she says when she says, "I haven't done that in years." That's what but, she says. Okay. But the sigh was very pate. <laughs> oh, thank you. Also, for some reason, the comments are turned off on this. <laughs> I don't know what went down, but man,
1: <laughs> it got very dark, got very political.
0: And now, should I play five minutes in the bathroom cost a million dollars I, what are we
1: guessing? What are we guessing i
0: so it looks like it's part of like a moth style storytelling thing okay.
1: Anna how I, would you like to lose five million dollars in the bathroom for five minutes
0: I'd love it. Thank you for asking yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> no one ever asks that of me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I would like to. Um, if I'm out at a restaurant and a mad billionaire barges in and just starts passing out his, he's been visited by three ghosts and he's giving away his fortune. But the entirety of the time I'm in the bathroom trying to decide whether a bump on my face is like a skin tag or a pimple. I think that's sure. how I would like to lose out.
0: I would love to cost a million dollars in the bath, five minutes in the bathroom. Like if I could, if I could like remodel a bathroom in five minutes. And you know that thing where it's like you can either have it um, cheap, good, or on time? Yes. Like, that would be the really, really fast version, so it's really expensive.
1: The triangle, right. Oh, that's great. That's great. I like that. I think maybe we do one last scary ideas for things that could happen.
0: We could do... Um, did anything scary happen to you this week?
1: Oh, you're. I already told mine. So did you... Do you yeah, have... I was going to say
0: you already did yours. Um, My scary thing thing that happened to me this week I mean yeah mine was the same (laughs) yes (laughs) um I was trying to remember the name for what was the word I was trying to remember and I came up with like two completely different nouns and it was like dressing oh I I said the salad what's it called sauce salad sauce oh yeah <laughs> Again, my scary thing is just signs of early onset dementia. Stuffing um, is
1: salad sauce, Anna.
0: It really is. Um so yeah, my brain don't work. Um mm-hmm. and uh oh yeah, and I saw Nightmare Alley and it was spooky.
1: Very spooky. Yep. Um Well And is it time for one last scary, scary ideas, ideas for, for things that, that could happen.
0: happen. Andrew, do you want to go first or do you want to go second?
1: I think, Anna. Oh, I think I'll go first if that's okay with you. It is. Okay. Two and a half years ago, you start a podcast with one of your dearest friends, oh. and every week you get to spend an hour plus together, um, trying to make sense of scary stories and talking about the actions of our significant others. And, um, and time goes by and you build up a, a, um, a lovely a, a playfully combative relationship with gentle listeners and you hear a bunch of wonderful scary stories and just on your last episode that you're recording you have to do it remotely which is a bummer and you take a shower and you are about to brush your hair and your window is all, your mirror is all foggy. But when you look at the mirror, you see written on it is "I know what you did last, Grummer," and then an ellipses, and then it says, "Oh, sorry, I meant to say Summer, but I said Grummer," and then it just says "Grib." <laughs> that that could, could happen, happen. Everybody
0: one. Big grab.
1: Andrew, that was a heartwarming grab. Thank you so much. It was a grab for the ages. Um, One last grab grab. to bring out 2020 grab. What do you say? One
0: last grab. (laughs) If I were a person who didn't like me and was listening to my podcast, I would hate it. And that is how I am always thinking of myself when I'm talking.
1: (laughs) I'm glad this podcast will live on as a testament to our enemies to be like, these two dips. Yeah.
0: Little dip. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You are the brand new bride of a much older, very rich man. (laughs) And you're combing your hair with the ivory comb that he gave you as a wedding present. And you're looking in the mirror, and there's weird smudges on the mirror. And you lift up your delicate, manicured, polite thumb to smudge the smudges. And the smudges aren't going away. And you grab hold of the monogrammed handkerchief given to you by one of his scary business rivals. And you use that to try to smudge the smudge. The smudge just won't smudge. And then you realize it's not a smudge at all. It's behind you. Every ghost of all of his previous brides... Oh, and they're all saying, hi,
1: <laughs> that, that could could happen. Happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this could happen. There we go. We found it.
1: Wow. Wow. Oh, I, the, the, the trials and tribulation of the bride of the much older, very rich man. It's I, hard. I think it's, she said a hard go of it, but also, um, I really think there's a series in that somewhere.
0: Thank you. I agree.
1: Yeah. I kind agrab. of a crimson peekaboo. Yeah. I agree. A little bit. Um, Anna, I know it's time, it's time for us to, uh, to be heartfelt. Um, the truth is this has been such a great source of joy for me, Anna, to be able to do this with you. Um, and for all of you listeners, really, we, we couldn't ask for a better gang of wonderful, lovely, tenderhearted folks. Um, And yeah, I'll miss it. I'll miss it terribly. But, but I feel a wonderful sense of closure of all of the things we were able to do on here. I know. What did we do? We cleaned up that beach. We cleaned up that beach. We did. Um, Yeah. We found out who Jack the Ripper were. Because there were multiple of them.
0: Yeah. We lost the paper, the piece of paper that had it. It, we
1: lost it, yeah. Which
0: we feel, which we feel bad about. <laughs> We've oh already God.
1: gone over this. We, we feel, we feel bad. bad about
0: it. Like, what else do you want to say besides we feel bad? <laughs> um, and yeah, this like has been, I don't know, a, a lot of goodbyes lately. It's hard. I
1: know. I know.
0: Um, but I, uh, Andrew, I thank you for all of the the work you've done. Andrew's the podcast daddy. He's really oh my goodness. He's carried this family. Um, up a hill and down a hole. And um I appreciate all of the work you do and all of the the sweet way you connect with the listeners.
1: Oh friends.
0: Um and uh yeah, I, I don't like that it's big disease again. And I don't have no. anything nice to say <laughs> to make it better. <laughs>
1: I know I sure wish we did. Yeah. Um yeah. But-
0: I think it's sort of like, help, you know, sort of a (laughs) rib. And if you think about, no, then maybe one day we could, I,
1: oh, um, the good news is Anna, you and I still love spooky stuff. I bet we'll do more spooky stuff in the future. Um, I was
0: going to say, I bet we will. And I bet, you know, you know, spooky isn't seasonal, but you know, one day,
1: one day, one day. And let us know if there's, um. I, I again, like Halloween is obviously high spooky season, whereas the rest of the year is regular spooky season. Yes, um, yes. Let us know if there's any ideas you might have for, for fun stuff we could do, or if potentially you work at a haunted museum or place. Um, We, of course, are always very interested to hear about that.
0: Yes, we always want to hear it. And, um,
1: and Anna, yeah, like I know, I know you've, you've called me podcast daddy, um, and you, you, I feel are very much podcast saint in that you founded this darn thing and, Ooh. and you bring such joy and laughter to virtually every episode. Um, it gets hard. I I did like a, I did like an uh, Instagram AMA because there's something wrong with my brain and um and several questions were like, What's the funniest? What's the time that Anna made you laugh the hardest? And truly, Anna, I could not narrow it down to like 30 things. Like Aww. you're just the very funniest and and kindest friend. And I feel very grateful to have been able to do this show with you. Slander. Slander.
0: Shush. That's Thank the name so of much. that's the
1: name of my first son.
0: Slander. Slander, <laughs> Slander get down. It's time for slapping lessons. <laughs> you won't know how to slap if you don't go.
1: Oh my gosh. And listen, everybody else out there who are such good storytellers and such good scary storytellers in particular who make us laugh. um, We hope that you find other outlets for telling stories and sharing them. Uh, You've all got some great, terrifying, hilarious, uh, real tales to tell. And we've been so happy that you were able to um, send them to us and that we've been able to enjoy them.
0: Yes, thank you for spending your your little spooky time with us. It's been so fun, and we're lucky to know you. Yes, all. and thank
1: you, thank you to all the good folks at Forever Dog, Tracy and Anna, and and anyone who has helped us on our way.
0: Yeah, what are the names of the teens that we? Have? Alec, Alec, such. Oh yes, yes, of Alec course. the teen.
1: Yes, Brett and Joe. Britt, the whole game. Joe, all the teens. All the teens, the TikTok Alex. teens. Alex, who've gotten us to where we are. And the teens who carried our teens. <laughs> Does everyone, are you all realizing that Anne and I have no idea how to end this podcast, everybody? We're
0: really just like, we don't want to leave the gravesite. We want to just
1: keep chatting. Um, <laughs> I've tied my shoelace so tight around my own finger, just thinking <laughs> of the oh. right way. So, God. Anna, maybe the best way to say goodbye is not by saying goodbye. Maybe It's not best, a goodbye. It's not a goodbye. It is it's... simply... Get, get out forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by
0: Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign
1: up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.